0: The Highlander Rewatched Podcast is proud to announce the release of a brand new book of short stories from acclaimed Highlander writer Maury Ravinsky. Maury Ravinsky is responsible for penning such Highlander classics such as The Fighter, Brothers in Arms, The End of Innocence, and Unusual Suspects. Maury's new book, The Heart and Other Strangers, is a masterfully executed collection of short fiction, Don't take my word for it. Listen to legendary Highlander producers and writers, David Abramowitz, Gillian Horvath, and Donna Letta.
1: You will know from all of his writing, including his Highlander episodes, that this is a man who really understands the inner mythologies that humanity has in common across society really explores the questions and connections that drive us. I really admired Maury's writing on Highlander, and also his novel Dreamkeeper was great.
0: So I followed him to Saskatchewan in the coldest winter in 122 years to work with him on MythQuest, and I don't regret it. I love Maury's book. It had heart and charm and humor and sex and schmaltz, which means it's heart, but it's heart that's dripping with sentiment. The Heart and Other Strangers features 10 brand new stories, such as The Bare Naked Morning of Mama LeBeau, A Placebo Fairy Tale, Little Jeffy's Penis, Doc and the Bungalow Queen, and more. You know, Moore is a wonderful writer and has always been a wonderful writer. He comes at things from a very different angle, from a very interesting angle and a very humorous angle in this, in this book of delightful short stories. I think it's wonderful. Head to TheHart and Other to order your paperback or Kindle edition of the book, learn more about the author, and discover Maury's other books, such as his acclaimed debut novel, Dreamkeeper, which was named to the Los Angeles Times Best Books of the Year, or his other book of short stories, Meeting God, or something like it. The Heart and Other Strangers injects layers upon layer of texture and meaning into every tale. Ravinsky writes that rarest of animals. Literature.
1: Order The Heart and Other Strangers today. Pick up a copy of The Heart and Other Strangers. You won't regret it.
0: I urge you to buy Morty Ravinsky's new book. Buy this book before everyone else does. Order your paperback or digital copy at theheartandotherstrangers.com today. Ravinsky is a knowing and wise guide through the ventricles and oracles of the human condition. Enjoy the ride. Watchers, when we recorded this episode, it was in the middle of a huge thunder and lightning storm in Philadelphia. As a result, the lightning interfered a bit with the recording, and there are a few small spots in the episode where the audio gets a little low and crackles. Don't worry, it passes quickly. We just wanted to give you a heads up. It's not you, it's us! Thanks again for listening to the podcast, and we hope you enjoyed this episode. On to the show! Welcome to the Highlander Rewatch Podcast. Hey, hey, hey I'm re-watch. one of your rewatchers. This is a I'm Keith. Well, in a, it's a video podcast video.
2: Heyo podcast video. That's right.
0: Podcast That's video. I'm oh, Keith
2: Zayman. This is Kyle. Ooh.
1: Hey guys. Our one of our weirder intros.
0: <laughs> yeah, sure. Uh, but it's been a full day of podcasting. We've recorded a couple episodes. Uh, and three, now three in fact. Three in fact. And now we are about to get deep into a bonus episode where we read a lot of reader mail. There are I don't know how many pages here.
1: A bunch. A bunch. There's a lot. There's a buttload, I think, bunch. is what that counts as. So we have...
0: My butt is loaded. Beers and buttloads ready to go. We're going to tackle Darkness this. Darkness 69, but the beers and buttloads. Yep. The reason we're doing this video, though, is because we got some cool packages in the mail from our fan, Jim S., Jim from Detroit. Uh, Amen or Kyle, do you want to pop one of these open and pull something out? We have not sure. opened these yet, so we got this in the mail the other day. And we've been waiting to open them up so we could do it on air with you, the fans.
2: Well, let's watch my engineering skills. Yeah, this looks difficult already. You pulled a great 360 on that. That's right. So this is a three-dimensional package. Ooh, It's priority U.S. mail, tracked and insured. Uh It's firmly pressed to seal. The anticipation is building. That's right. That's not all that's building. There we go. Imagine
0: if it was just like a...
2: (laughs) Oh. Anthrax. what do we got first we have a highlander ball cap in that legendary black and red black and red look at that Oh, legendary black and red i guess that's so
1: amazing Here, that's I, great uh, sure jim from detroit i hope you don't have lice because i am putting this cap upon my head we also have oh a sweat
0: shirt a sweat shirt. Legendary black and red. Alright, well we Don't maybe spoke too soon about the legendary black and red. Don't
1: lose your head. Don't
0: lose your head. Don't. <colum inhale> <laughing> Looking pretty what cool, Kyle. Am I?
1: I feel like I look like a real stooge right now.
0: <laughs> the three stooges. <laughs>
1: yeah. um, the Keith, our ca- Kyle our, our, and Amy. Our friendly camera person is informing me gently that I Whoa,
0: the stoog. Mythos shirt.
1: Wait, what? Yeah.
0: Mythos. Kyle, do you want to pull a couple things out of there? Bethes. Surely. So also, to, for the people listening wondering, why do you keep joking about the legendary black and red? On a, an episode we recorded, we read from the catalog, which mentioned the legendary black and red ca- colors, colors, which to us seemed odd.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh. Hey! Uh, uh, this is a Clan
0: McLeod shirt.
2: Whoa. And this is from the card
0: company, correct? uh, if uh I'm, it let's... says
2: thund, thunders... thundercastle
0: thundercastle games produce the highlander card game thundercats games thundercats that's right thunder
1: thunder thunder thunder
0: castle Let's see that picture again. I want to see that washed-out picture on the front.
1: You want to see that washed-out Conor McLeod? That's right. This guy has seen better days.
0: The picture looks like it's from a 1997 GeoCities website. Like, the grain on it, which is pretty amazing. And look at Duncan's jeans. Pretty sweet jeans. Pretty sweet jeans, right.
2: (laughs) The apple bottom.
1: Got those apple bottom jeans. Boots Boots with with the the fur. With the fur.
2: Whoa, what's this? The
1: last two items in here folders folders is that what this is whoa i don't Wait. think i've ever seen these oh pamphlets Wait, they appear to be some kind of pa- like marketing pamphlet oh how about so that by tartan gear that says highlander marketing panflutes. <laughs> my well, favorite kind of pan flute here's another one guys oh, box great. number two so and it's
0: heavy as heavy. shit
2: <laughs> he just sent us a bunch of bricks yeah hopefully it's a brick house this one is also she's priority a brick cow and insured because you honor the legend that one was a lot so easier to open
0: absolutely so in the comments below let us know what products you got from the highlander catalog did you get any of these things do you still have them today let us know in the comments Ooh. below comments below
1: oh you're 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 got those legendary rhyming couplets though That's you're right. the couplet king
0: Ooh, a Connor mcleod shirt in Con- in McCart- like two tone, yellow, and blue. Two tone. Uh, two tone uh, from
1: Thunder Castle.
0: Ah. Oh.
2: Thunder Thunder. Kessel. Thunder Thunder Castle. Oh, we have uh, Highlander Scimitar. Ooh, Scimitar. Written by The Sea is silent. <laughs> Ashley McConnell. We also have some cards. Hey, more cards
1: for this that upcoming card show. episode. Right, Cow? Well, I mean I've already learned how to play. Oh yeah? It? Yeah. Well, I've read the rules. Uh, Unfortunately, two of the starter decks in our possession actually don't have a legal deck that you can use to play the game. Oh, right. But we finally acquired one that did. That's good. Not not necessarily this one. The third one I acquired. So Jim S. has sent
0: us the Highlander novelization, which is something people have emailed us about. Mm. Because it includes... Also, I love how big Ramirez is on that. Uh, It's
1: just a giant Ramirez face.
0: It includes such trivia as... What did... What's her name? Shikiku? (laughs) Not Shikiku. Shikiku. No, uh, Brenda. What did Brenda Brenda make for dinner? What did she make for dessert? Peach pie. The answer's in the book. The answer is in the
2: book. There's also Highlander, the complete watcher's guide. Hey, all right. And there's more books. More books? Highlander, the element of fire. Nice. I can't remember if that's the one with the steamy romance scene. It might be. Isn't that all of them? (laughs)
0: I don't think so. Isn't that
2: literally all of them? In my head, yes. Highlander, the best uh, the best of Highlander.
0: Oh, the best of Highlander. We saw the commemorative uh, pullover jacket for the best of Highlander uh, today in the did. catalog.
2: Nothing on the back of this book. <laughs> let still show it. No blurb or anything.
0: Ah, uh, Need a blurb. Everyone needs a blurb. What's, what's this got in there? Blurb. Oh, this is cool as shit. He's got like, shit. facts and pictures and interviews. There's a it sounds like the best of Highlander.
2: A holiday catalog. Ooh. Dreamwatch. Uh, Dreamwatch. That was a Sega console. <laughs> Sonic games. On yeah. Dreamwatch. That's how you tell your time when you're asleep. Dreamwatch. Dreamwatch. <laughs> yeah.
0: Dreamwatch, it looks a like, a has an article, article on six swashbuckling years. Oh, it's like a wrap up of the. Six uh,
2: swashbuckling? Of the series. Cheers, For oh six swashbuckling years. We have these Highlander clan news. Oh, nice.
0: That's from clan the fan news. club or whatever. The fan club or whatever.
2: or whatever. Yeah, the fan club or whatever. Starlog magazine. Featuring James Tiberius Kirk. Highlander 3, Christopher Lambert duels again. Duels again. And Picard.
1: And Picard. More Starlog. More Picard. Oh, look at that picture they used of him. Holy shit. That is horrifying. I'm I'm wondering what the Highlander connection ends up being in this. What says right at the top? Highlander 3. Oh, yeah, it does. (laughs) Christopher Lambert is at it again.
2: This one has plus Red Dwarf and TV's Highlander.
1: (laughs) Ah, Red Dwarf. Oh, and some calendars. What calendar?
2: 1996 calendar.
1: I know much you love telling time, so that's important.
2: And we have the Highlander catalog from 1996.
0: I want to say we don't have that catalog. I don't. So that one. great!
2: And another Starlog magazine.
0: Holy shit! Another amazing cover with what? Is that labyrinth. That, that is looks labyrinth. like
2: labyrinth. David Bowie, rest in peace. Ooh, more Star Trek platinum <laughs> edition. He's got the
1: voodoo, hoodoo, you do
2: the voodoo. Remind me of the babe. So, what, what Highlander connection does this magazine have? Highlander 3 Immortal sequels. Is that true? Is that an Immortal sequel? Uh, it is a sequel. Equal
1: and there are Immortals.
0: I love that every cover of these and magazines Starlogged has Star Trek Logged. prominent. Like, it's magazine. all Star Trek. It's
2: called Starlock. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but it's, it's it. not a Star Trek magazine. Another Highlander 3. Well, so that was great. That's all our swag. That's hey, a lot of thank great you swag. You for all this ball and swag. Ball and swag. Ballin'. Thank you, Jim.
0: So, I uh, hope you enjoyed this unboxing video, and hopefully, this took uh, you down memory lane revisiting. Stuff from Highlander catalog's past uh, if you have stuff that Great. you want to uh, share with us, make sure to send it to us. Uh, just message us on our Facebook page or send us an email at highlander rewatched at gmail.com. and we 'd love to unbox it and again we've been we 've got a crazy scanning project that we 've been working on and we've been we scanned for like eight hours the other week, and mm-hmm. it was a lot of work and there 's even more stuff to scan now so uh but hopefully all this stuff will get shared with the fans as soon as we can. Scan it all up. So again, thanks for listening. We've got a couple great podcasts coming your way in the coming weeks, plus some more cool Highlander The Gathering Convention coverage. That's How right. There's still more. That's right. We still have How? awesome. Still more. Awesome videos to share with you out there that were recorded live at the convention it's gonna be pretty cool we got some cool interviews with people that were embedded in the highlander uh i don't know embedded i don't know i don't, like know. I don't know where the sentence is in. Yeah. embedded by isis is no, yeah they were sneaking around figuring out all the dirt the juicy dirt on highlander
1: yeah that's right. uh,
0: but yeah we got a lot of cool stuff coming your way yeah. so that wraps up this video portion of our podcast we actually need to get to this insane stack of emails so again remember Email us at rewatched at gmail.com, and you might have one of these emails read on a future podcast. So we're going to wrap the video up now and get back to podcasting. So thanks for joining us. And thanks, Jim. And thank thanks, you, Jim. Jim. You're the man. You're Bye. The man.
1: You're the man now, Jim.
0: Okay, guys. We're here reading reader mail. Reading reader mail
1: reading listening reading, reader mail We've gotten a bunch over
0: the past 2 months and we're going to plow through some of it. Uh if your email does not get read this time, it probably sucks. Oh, <laughs> I'm, I'm just kidding. It's probably gone, honestly. Like uh we do we have literally read... Well, there's no camera on us now. Uh I was going to say like look around us. You can't see us. There is papers everywhere. Look uh,
1: around. Look around. Just look, look around, around wherever look you around are. Look around at how much right reader now. mail there
0: is around right now. Hamilton. Uh there it is. Papers flapping in the breeze. It's still going on. <laughs> anyway, um, if we don't get to it now. Sorry, we have actually read every single thing you've sent us, and we do appreciate everyone that's written in. We do. And keep writing us, uh, because we love reading everyone's thoughts, and uh, we do talk about them, but it can't always be on the podcast. That's so, true. we're going to talk about a bunch of stuff now um, over a bunch of episodes, and we're also going to do some crazy <laughs> snack reviews, because, I don't know, why not? And we're these, hungry. Yeah, because we're hungry, and these are going to be some real fun ones, so uh, buckle Boom. up. So, Kyle, you got an email for us.
1: What do you got? All right, so this is actually our pal Jim S. writing to us, who is actually in a long-standing beef with... Who's he in a long-standing beef with? Is it Brian? Brian S. 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 Yeah. The S's. They're both S's. It's the S gang. Brian's and Jim's. Uh, their debate is over whether or not Mac is judgmental. Right. Jim wanted to respond to a point made about the fighter. You know, he explains some of the scene in in detail. I'll skip that because it's been filmed. Uh, <laughs> but uh, he he makes the following point: this is episode is actually a good one to illustrate our two points. Brian seems to think that it is judgmental for Mac to take offense at Sully committing two brutal murders with the promise of potentially more murders in the future. By stopping Sully, Mac is somehow being judgmental. Judgmental. Judgmental, o- man. Yeah, 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 yeah. Over a, quote, difference of opinion, end quote, according to Brian. I, on the other hand, maintain that Mac gave Sully every chance. Notice that Mac didn't push too hard after the first motor of the promoter. He suspected, but he Motor of the promoter. Motor of the promoter. (laughs) Uh, He suspected, but didn't really go out of his way to find the truth. He could tell himself that boxing has always been a sport where the fix is in and organized crime has played a big role. The promoter seemed the type to mix it up with mobsters, so let's go with that. The mob killed him for reasons unknown. Huh. So... Um. Uh, you know, he goes on to explain more. The other point I wanted to make about it was he also says that this girl who Sully's in love with, if this is who Sully is, is potentially in danger. You know, that's real. Perhaps. that That's potentially gruesome that, you know, fast forward for now, she might... Find herself an abused woman if Mac had not stepped in. Hmm. So that's interesting.
0: Jim sent us an email about a boxing episode and we just
1: did an unboxing, unboxing?
0: from Jim S. What, what? is that weird
1: and crazy? That crazy? What a crazy world we live in, guys. My it's mind crazy. is blown all over my face.
2: Ooh. <laughs> Whoa. That <laughs> <It> sounds unsanitary. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Mm. And deadly. Guys, we're obviously hungry. I'm, Kyle's sto- I'm eye- starving. Kyle's eyeing the secret chips that are here. Secret As chips. in typical Keith fashion, I've wrapped them
2: in printer, printer paper. paper. How t- many trees have, has this podcast killed? How
0: many potatoes have been killed in those bags? Oh, spoiler alert. The potatoes. Uh, Uh-oh. All
2: right.
1: Yeah. What's even the point now?
0: I know. All right. Well, Kyle, since you were getting all hangry, you're going to open the first package of snacks. Uh, the first packy of snacky? Right.
1: Pecky of Snacky. So what do we Did got, Kyle? these with masking tape?
0: There is mask. It is masking tape.
1: All right. Oh, we got more. The return of wrap snacks. Yes. Oh. This time, wavy wrap snack with Little Boozy's Louisiana <laughs> Heat.
2: Wow, Little Boozy.
1: Uh, is it Little Boozy, Little Boozy?
2: <laughs> How is it spelled? <laughs> <laughs> what? hello yeah, that's, that's funny. <laughs> Look. <laughs> <laughs> Lil,
1: L-I-L, L-I-L. Okay, with an apostrophe L-C. after it? No. Not. No apostrophe. That's not proper, Lil. B-O-O-S-I-E, apostrophe S. I think Boozy, little Boozy. little Boozy. I
0: think that's like a phrase, like, I mean, I don't know anything about this rapper, but like, how you feel? I don't know, I'm a little Boozy. Like, I've had a little, I'm a little tipsy, right? And it
2: looks like Boozy's saying the title of the chips right
0: and so what's the flavor of the chip or wrapping you it if you will. Oh, wrapping it. Louisa- what's the flavor
1: louisiana heat louisiana the, heat it's worth noting the flavor is a state <laughs> and <laughs> it's true i assume the next thing we're gonna have is florida shits is there any
0: oh, and what's the quote on the back usually
1: these have some sort of words of wisdom here sometimes you need those bad days because it helps you truly appreciate the good ones hey. from the bad badass music syndicate
2: Wow, those
1: are good words of wisdom.
2: Any any words from the syndicate? I appreciate the
0: Syndicate. Well, I'm excited to try these.
2: So, what do you think of these, Damon? You're really, yeah. Mm.
0: So, what do we think, guys, of Lil' Boozy's Louisiana Heat?
2: It's got a, a spicy kick to it a little bit. Heats.
1: Yeah, that's just like Nia in my mouth. <laughs> it's oh.
2: Disgusting.
1: Oh. I mean, I like that they're like
0: they're actually like a little spicy. They're not like hot hot chips or anything. They're a little barbecuey. Dare I say? I think these are too salty.
1: They are salty. Like the salty sweet balance is off. I'm I almost never think that that a chip is too salty, but these are salty. Mm-hmm.
2: The flavor is a little oppressive.
1: How many the shits would you give this? That's eh, a two out of five.
2: Two shits out yeah. of five. I've these had. Bar- five. I
1: mean, they're like barbecue chips that are a little
0: spicy, but like they're a little spicy and a little salty as barbecue chips. There's other barbecue spicy chips I like more. Also, should we remind listeners? Little boozy. Rap snacks were one of the very first snacks we ever reviewed, and we we Wap's Wop Fetty wops, honey jalapeno,
1: jalapeno chips, chips, yeah. Oh, they were delicious. Those were way better than this shit. Sorry, Excellent boozy. work,
2: Mister Wop. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you gotta be careful what communities you say that in. It's
2: very true. I'm safe here because it's his name. I hope.
1: <laughs> I hope. <laughs> thank you, Rap snacks, and thank you, uh, Jim S. Yes. For your lovely message.
0: All right, guys. I got a little email here from Lee F. Leaf. Hey, subleaf. Leaf? Leaf? Leaf. Le- he writes about the episode Double Eagle. Double Eagle. Leaf says, Double. hey, guys, Double. listening to your commentary on Double Eagle, and I have a possible reason she, Amanda, it was, uh, was saying vehemently that she was not French. Her bio says she was born in Normandy, which was land uh, ceded to the Vikings by the French and later came under the more direct rule of the French. The question of whether Normandy was under French rule when they conquered England led to the Hundred Years' War, because the English felt they shouldn't have to give up their lands in Normandy, and the French felt that the English, if they retained their lands in Normandy, would then be French subjects. Amanda would have been alive for all of this, and her stance on these issues would have influenced her identity as a French-Norman subject wow how about that that's some like deep history shit yeah i'm digging that that's That's pretty good good job leaf yeah very good job leaf so is she french i don't know it seems to be
2: up to amanda up to amanda let's talk to her you know
0: i've had it up to amanda i've had it up
2: to amanda with this
0: guys we have another email regarding reluctant heroes kind of really kind of from david g he says great episode a few questions and thoughts we'll start off with the ones that are episode relevant What's a transmir- a Transmirant. Transparent mirror, Eamon. Isn't that just glass? <laughs> Accurate.
1: The answer did to I, that question is yes.
2: Did I say a transparent mirror? I think so. <laughs> I think I said a one or two I thought that was that Netflix mirror. show. There
0: was a lot of mirrors.
2: Transparent mirror. Yeah. <laughs> 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 but technology. That's a prequel. Yeah. Whatever, David.
0: Yeah. Good answer. All right. Is Kinman in the top five series villains? No. <laughs> yeah. uh, there we go. Also, I was pretty hardcore into Kinman. I was like, I really like this villain. I will also probably say no based solely on like some of the villains we've seen now that I know will, will go above him. People like Xavier St. Cloud, Callus. Like, there's two right mm-hmm. away that Evil are Mac. Evil Mac. Evil is Mac is really up there. I think Kinman's great. I think Kinman had a potential to be a top five villain if he wanted to be, but he didn't want it hard enough. So yeah. That's,
1: just, that's the main you know. problem. He didn't want it bad enough.
0: And then he also asked us, do you guys have an honor pact amongst the three of you? If one of you falls, do the other seek justice?
1: I mean, I've often sought my, thought of myself as a vengeance seeker. So Eamon, if David kills you, I imagine I will seek justice on your behalf. Please do. Especially if he <laughs> yeah. does. If, if it's David. Yeah. That Don't think Extra. that gin and tonic you bought us will save you if you yeah. killed Eamon. That only goes so far.
0: Yeah. It goes a long way, though. It goes it an does.
1: embarrassingly long way. It
0: does. It honestly, to me, seems like a lot of work, so I'm going <laughs> to <laughs> pass.
1: You pass on this whole vengeance thing? Right. And so
0: finally, this is a, this is a good one that we can all discuss. What are John's? They keep using the word in creed. You're from Philadelphia. Explain it. Can a Philly guy tell me what it is? Absolutely. So what's a John? We've said this on the show a little bit before. John
2: John is a state of mind. That's right.
1: Now now we're getting to the heart of it. John is a Philadelphia-based all-purpose noun that can be used in reference to anything. Oftentimes it's used as like a whatchamacallit or as like a placeholder. Sometimes it can be used, if I'm trying to say, as my movers last year indicated, oh, put the sofa in the truck, put the John in the John. Right. It's a placeholder noun, if you want to get into some of the etymology of it. Exactly. Someone recently actually wrote a master's thesis on this at Penn. They think that it was originally uh, derived from... The term "joint," correct, which was popular in Manhattan, mm-hmm. people would be like, "What's up in this joint?" We're going uh, to the joint, a this, Spike
2: Lee joint,
1: That's yeah, the right, Spike Lee John. When it mm-hmm. migrated down to Philly, slowly it got transformed into John, partially because of our Philadelphia accent, right. And even as joint has fallen out of favor, John has remained quite strong right now residing down in south philadelphia i hear an awful lot about johns of all shapes and sizes <laughs> that's true my dog is a john my stoop is a john when my dog walks up the stoop the john walks up the john yeah all i'm gonna say is it's a lot of fun to say yeah and oftentimes shark. i legitimately can't think of the name of something and i will substitute john <laughs> yeah philadelphia shark johns that's good very sort good Avon.
0: All right, should we try another snack? Yes, I'm yeah. starving. Oh my God. Amen.
2: Yes, sir. All right, would you like to unwrap this bad boy? I will. So it's a bag. It has brown on the top and bottom of the bag. Yeah, you brown can't see the rest coloring. of it. You really anchored these. Well, I feel like
1: Did the you reaction. Need two layers of tape.
0: I was worried it was going to come undone. I feel like the reaction to these is important, so I don't want to spill the beans.
1: Oh,
2: more wrap snacks.
0: Yes. More wavy
2: wrap snacks. Oh, uh, It's important that they're wavy. This is from Fabulous. How do you spell that? F-A-B-O-L-O-U-S. Oh, you mean Fabulous. Fabulous. And these are New York Deli Cheddar wavy potato chips designed by New York
0: by Deli Cheddar. So uh, there's a theme developing. We've got like the Louisiana heat. we got the New
1: York Deli. So these are all flavors based on locations. Mm-hmm. At least this one also has a flavor. The other one just had Louisiana and then heat. Hotness
0: hotness
2: the hotness and the quote is stop trying to skip the struggle that's where character is built the hunger for more is created the lesson for success are taught so embrace it feed off it learn from it then overcome it so you can become it highlander jesus
0: christ i was like did yoda write the back of that i was like these are
1: graduation speech yeah that's pretty good a a ramirez level quote yeah
0: also i like the hunger line in there like that should be on the front of the package We got a hunger yeah for
1: some hunger
2: Hunger Games, baby. So, guys, what do we think of these New York cheddar fucking
1: chips? Maybe your experience with cheddar is different than mine. (laughs) These are really sweet. They're quite sweet. And I don't understand that. I mean, I like a sweet and salty.
0: I get some cheddar. It feels like they're kind of leaning into that deli flavor a little. Like, you know, like when they slice meat on a slicer and there's all the little scraps that get left behind? Mm. Yeah, like the and they get dried up and they're all just like sitting there. They've been sitting there all day. This chip encompasses what I think that might taste like. <laughs> like there's like a weird What's sweet in there. I don't know, like ham, like like a little fermented ham,
2: a little fermented ham. That's what my mom used to um, call them. Yeah, me. I will. I will say I don't really care for these. <laughs> they just taste bland. Doctor bland, Lindsay. These are weird. Thank
0: these, you, Ammon.
1: For... These are super weird.
2: I don't like it. Do you think Fabulous had anything to do with the creation of these chips?
0: No. Do you think he decided? I mean, I will bet that he did not get to pick. Like, he didn't meet with the flavor scientists, all that stuff. I bet he's never even tasted these. No, no, he fucking had these. Are you kidding me? Speaking of Dr. Bland Lindsay, the CEO of Rapsacks is Dr. James Lindsay. What?
1: <laughs> That's Dr. James Lindsay. <laughs> Weird. That's an so odd you guys believe in fate? <laughs> no, I believe snacks were created just so we could read these. I believe in faith and wealth. <laughs> I was just going to say, yeah, perfect. <laughs>
0: All right, Eamon, go for it. What else did they write us?
2: Uh, so, this is something about the episode Wrath of Kali from Brian S. Hey, you guys. So-so episode. It was almost a mirror episode of Homeland. Eh, I don't know if I agree with that. Mm. Just how far would both men go to retrieve something from their past? You think Duncan would have been more understanding, if not helpful, in the sense that Duncan could have helped retrieve the statue and sent Khmer on his way after a good talking to and admonition. Stay frosty, gentlemen.
1: I'm confused about what his point is. Is he saying that even after he was going to kill Mac's friend, he should have let her go? Let him go?
2: I would hope not.
1: That surely affects whether or not I agree. I
2: mean, I guess they're similar in the sense that each is going to another country. Well, one's going to another country to put back an artifact. And the other is is going back to take back an artifact. Take back the night.
1: (laughs) I was born
2: here. I I was was born in the night. (laughs) You just are renting a motel room in it. <laughs> well,
1: yeah, so you. I'm not sure I agree, but I'm not 100% sure I understand the point. I-, I do think it is a very good piece of insight, though, that this is a mirror image of Homeland. Mm-hmm. That Khmer and Mac are on somewhat similar journeys to return an artifact to its ah. rightful, dare I say, homeland. I have another Wrath of Kali Ooh. letter here.
2: This is from Liz S., another Wrath of Kali email. Oh man, I am so excited that you guys got into the repatriation discussion, but she says she'll be brief. Um, Basically, yes. Is she? Is she wanting? No, she's she's brief. Nice! Well yeah. done! All those colonizing nations ultimately should send all that loot back. But the problem is, in some cases, that the country of origin is still struggling from the colonial period and lacks the resources or stability to safely house them. Still, other times, the possessing institution or country... Can get possessive and claim it as part of their own cultural heritage. For example, the Parthenon marbles in the British Museum. In the best case scenario, an institution will be a total bro, and repatriate the object to its original country people. Thanks, as bro. Sh- yeah, thanks, bro. As Chill a bro. show of goodwill, they might receive a gift of a different object for their collection.
1: Yeah, it's interesting that the British have the fucking cojones to be like, no Greeks, this is part of our <laughs> this culture. Part no, of
0: our culture. No. Sure yeah.
1: No. In the context of the episode, Chandra effed
2: up big time, really. He swears it was legal. Does not sound like a good faith acquisition, especially from a for a university museum. Yeesh. But then again, all Kamir really had to do was alert the Indian government and it could legally reclaim it as stolen properly. No strangulation required.
1: That's a very big point. Yeah, there we go. Get the government involved. Less silken cords.
2: Plus, uh, who doesn't love a good finger, finger banging flashback, I guess?
1: <laughs> sure. Yeah. yeah. We loved it. We did. Thanks, Liz. Thanks, Liz.
0: Another great museum studies email. Dude, Liz S. So we got another snack review coming. We're going Uh-oh. fast and furious with all these emails these, and these. snacks. It never ends. Kyle, open up this. I think we all need this. We're doing a beverage review right now, and I've purchased I purchased these a while ago and I was so excited to share these. Did you staple this shut? It, uh, the top is stapled. It was hard to tape. Yes.
1: That feels unnecessary. Well, I thought it was necessary. Uh, it's shaped like a bullet. <laughs> what the fuck is this? This is nine millimeter energy drink. <laughs> it's shaped like a bullet and/or a bullet-shaped dildo. It is not recommended for children, the pregnant, the breastfeeding, or the the, can- the breast
0: the breastfeeding, or
1: caffeine-sensitive persons. Wow. Should not be mixed with alcohol. We're fucking that up. Oops. Usage two per day. Two this per is- day. Yeah. What oh, you servings? How many servings are in a bottle? It doesn't say servings. It says two cans maximum per day. The mac- the serving size is one can. All wow. right. This sounds dangerous. It looks
0: dangerous. It's a goddamn it's a, bullet. It's a bullet. Also like it's a can but it has a cap on it that's like a plastic bullet shell
2: where did you buy this kyle's jerking it off <laughs> I, I
0: bought it i mean
1: it literally does look like it it begs and by to that me, i meant begs to penis, be not taken. The...
0: <laughs> like this is an energy drink that you don't drink but take uh you know it's like a suppository
1: yeah yep. so you oh, just... okay i've removed the cap and it is just a regular can. it's like a spray paint well, that's
0: spray paint cap
1: disappointing yeah it's a conventional can this was bought in an Asian
0: grocery store, a Vietnamese grocery store, to be more Oh, see,
1: that's why it's millimeters. Yeah.
0: yeah, that's why. That's why it's millimeters. Exactly. They have two flavors of this, by the way. What's the other flavor? Darker? Question mark. I don't Darker. know. I don't know. Is it a different kind of bullet? Oh, yeah, well, the one's like gold, and it's the other dark, one's like brown. <laughs> it's, actually, it's actually just 45 flavor.
2: Yeah, maybe 45. My favorite different. president. Oh, uh, uh, you too. Yeah. Cute. Hashtag me too. <laughs> that's not funny.
0: Yes, it is. Oh, it looks like beer. But it isn't. <laughs> right, it's a
1: deadly energy drink. It, it smells like Red Bull. It has the same ingredients as Red Bull. Red Bial? Red Bial? Red
2: Bial. Oh, they're on Facebook.
1: Oh, uh, this tastes terrible. I mean, it tastes like an energy drink. I'm it, not surprised. It's got pantothenic acid in it. 45% of oh, it. That's diet. what the that tingling is. The pantothenic acid. Mmm, is gross. I like it. It's like bubblegum.
2: You like it? I yeah. thought you just said it was gross.
1: Yeah, but I like it. Oh, okay. I mean I do sometimes like gross things, but mm. I've never had a drink shaped like a bullet before, so how does it taste different than a drink shaped like a can? It
2: tastes more bullety.
1: <laughs> no. That was nine millimeter energy drink. Well, I guess and each of us had about three millimeters worth of it too. Yeah, exactly. So that makes sense. Better or worse than cheddar chips? Better. Yes, I agree. Better or worse than Red Bull? Worse. Interesting. I don't know. I might say better. They
2: support Veterans Rebuilding Life, a nonprofit organization.
0: Great. Guys, I've got an email here from Mr. Brian S. about reunions. And I'm not going to read the whole thing. Sorry, Brian. But you make a very interesting point at the end. He says, I averaged it out and found that Kincaid would have died over 9,000 times on that island. He would be justifiably what? pissed off.
1: Wait, how does he r- arrive at that conclusion?
0: Don't know. He didn't give the math. But how long did Kincaid say he was stuck there? A hundred years? I believe so. So I, my guess is he probably figured how long does it take to die from starvation or lack of water. And then multiply that. And then multiply that how many so days. He dies
1: like once every seven days or Something days. like
0: that. That's my guess. So 9,000 deaths. Damn. That's Damn. a lot. I wouldn't be happy either. Uh, here's another email about Reunion from Jackif so hello gents just some thoughts on reunion flashbacks they definitely seem like they're a prelude to the samurai flashbacks i'm pretty sure they both take place in 1778 hey good call no he says though he's not wearing a uniform like kincaid duncan seems to hold some sort of rank on the ship as everyone calls him mr mcleod the entire crew seems to listen to duncan's suggestions if duncan held rank he would get more money from the venture this would explain why this almost 200 year old
1: immortal is willing to be on the voyage so Isn't Mr. Isn't that just a naval tradition calling people Mr. I don't know I don't know. It's it's a tra- firm enough tradition that James D. Kirk calls people Mr. all the time on Star Trek. Well that's space law. Oh okay, that checks out. That's Space Force. Well law. when I join Space, space Force. Force, we'll figure it out. <laughs> Here's another Wrath of Kali one from our friend David. It's called Wrath of Kyle E. <laughs> <laughs> He says, fellas, nice episode. I love how Kyle got fired up and endorsed Nazi punching. I did not go so far as to endorse Nazi punching. But in my heart, I But you liked pro-
0: the punching of Nazis.
1: Yes. I think we should have a day where we all just agree to go out and punch a Nazi. We dedicated years to this back in World War II. <laughs> I, I say we bring it back. We dedicated? Is, is
2: David an immortal?
1: He might be. He then points out that Mac uh, is woke in the past But then does the the Indian impression in the future. So did he backslide? That's good. Excellent point. Or is just Mac as progressive as he can be given that he's from the 15th century? You know, like how your grandpa grandpa (laughs) might be progressive but still uh, remains the most racist dude in the family. But here's the real goal. One note on Casper. He was, quote, born a ghost. Yes. He has ghost parents. <laughs> <laughs> it's, so It's have... a whole ghost family. It's a weird thing. Okay, so let's talk
0: about how this started. So at some point we made a joke about Casper. I we were talking about Richie Rich. We
2: regurgitated a joke that Casper was the ghost of Richie Rich.
0: Right, which is some weird fan, fan theory, right? Yeah. But not real. And it's based on that they're from the same comic manufacturer, mm-hmm. right? Ca- comic company. Barbie so they have Comics.
2: similar... Yeah. They're drawn exactly the same.
0: Right. Yeah. So then Davis dropped this bit of knowledge on us. So he was born a ghost. Like, that's so... Let's talk about this. I'd rather talk is, about is, this. Is
1: that Trevor Noah's book? So that means his parents... Ghost par- sperm. Do
0: they? Yeah, that's... Well, in some ways, Casper looks like a giant sperm. sperm. So, I mean, true. in in some ways, it makes sense that... I guess ghost... I don't know. Is regular sperm ghost sperm, too? I don't, I don't know. The dead like, oh- ones. Mine is. The dead
1: ones. Yeah. Kyle's sperm is ghost. Specifically, sperm? mine.
0: Oh. Are you letting us know something about your sperm? Yeah, is it's undead.
2: The sex. Oh, it's
0: undead. I see.
2: Kyle's sperm is Haley Joel Osment.
0: <laughs> Spooky. ghost Or I guess sperm. Bruce Willis. Bruce so there's Willis. ghost sex and
1: ghost sperm. <laughs> so there's and ghost, ghost sex. eggs. And I have to assume mm. like ghost gynecologists and ghosts like midwives. So was, was there a ghost
0: and... birth? Birth? Yeah.
1: There would have to be Or is it only ghost sperm? Is it like an asexual form of reproduction? That's
0: why they look like ghosts You just shoot them out And then it's like It just grows a bit And it looks like Casper Yeah It looks like a He just looks like a sperm bit child
1: Yeah A sperm bit child (laughs) Thanks David You're welcome So David You've really blown this Casper case wide open Mm That, uh, in your words, he's not a deceased child. <laughs> <laughs> he's not the ghost of a deceased child. He's a child ghost. <laughs> so I didn't know that. You've really blown our minds. And, and our loads. That. <laughs> oh, <that's laughs> right. Our ghosts. 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 ghosts.
0: <laughs> loads. God
1: what do you it. think his parents went?
2: David's?
0: No. <laughs> yeah, David's. <laughs>
2: yeah. Or Casper. They're probably in the comic strip.
0: Also, they I probably guess probably are. Yeah. No. Wait, hold on. So uh, I I do have a lot of questions about this. This I think is fascinating. So Casper is a ghost child, mm-hmm. but in the world that Casper exists in, like where you know a ghost can haunt a, a person, like mm-hmm. in the real world, what happens to a dead child? Like are like do they you... rot? <laughs> okay, <laughs> they're, they're just meat. Like they're like, worm food. They're worm food. So yeah. the only ghosts are born to the ghost realm. Mm-hmm. No when you die, you... i born that way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's
2: right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're a ghost from a dead human? Right.
0: Gross. Interesting.
2: Ghost gross. Ghost gross. Gross Hey, ghost. man, open
0: this bag up. Nice catch.
2: Ah, so this is a, another bag of, I'm assuming, chips.
1: Those look like wrap snacks.
2: What do we got? Oh, more wrap snacks. <laughs> oh, boy. Barbecuing with my honey, Romeo Miller. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry.
1: What is that flavor?
2: Barbecuing with my honey, Romeo Miller. <laughs> it's barbecue honey, man. Oh, okay. I, I I thought it was supposed to be his girlfriend flavored. Well, that's yeah, the it b- does joke. It, it, well, I'm gonna taste it and find out. Okay. Oh God! <laughs> my pops taught me to keep your head on straight
1: and do what you love, Romeo. All right. What are the odds these won't be as sweet as the New York cheddar? <laughs>
0: got to have my pops. When well, these are the first non-wavy chips we've had. So that's something. Yeah. These are orange. All the chips we've had today have been some ver- oh, some version of orange. All right. These taste to me like the cheddar chips. Only a little sweeter. <laughs> cheddar, I hardly knew her. Um these taste like honey barbecue chips. Better than the cheddar. All right, what else we got, guys?
2: So I have an email here about chivalry. Chivalry from Brian S. He calls our review another outstanding review. Another coming-of-age story for Duncan and Richie. He was a bit confused in this episode with Duncan's inability to kill Kristen. She was clearly a deranged murderer who would not and could not be redeemed. It also makes it clear that Richie and models don't mix. We all remember his fling with Maya, the waif model, and his run-in with the immortal... He's on fire, Gabriel Patel. Oh,
1: that's right. She was a model. Yeah, that's funny. You bit him on fire? You're on fire.
2: Kristen had both of Richie's heads turned all the way around. (laughs) And he disregarded Mac's warning. With that being said, I thought it was a bit weird as it must have crossed Richie's mind that he was having Duncan's leftover mac and cheese.
1: Oh, Oh, my God. I don't like that. I don't like that. Whoa. (laughs) Mac and what's. (laughs) imply about i'm not even gonna think about it too hard is yeast infection yeah all right yeah that's it that's exactly what it i don't like it
2: why not it's a natural part of existing as a human have you ever had a yeast infection
1: oh, okay we're getting a little personal here what do you mean <laughs> i've often thought as keith is someone with a very smelly vagina <laughs> yeah
2: Although he was used lately, Mythos continues to be awesome. He had an excellent get your head out of your ass moment with Duncan in the dojo. I suppose he'd rather mack him than hack him. But in the end, there can be only one.
0: Okay, we've got an email about Highlander 3, really digging back deep. This is from Leaf again. He says, We're going to be part of this. Hey guys, a couple of things about Highlander 3. The water ritual you see Connor performing is a part of several martial arts traditions and is called Hooray. Or misogyny? Keith, if you any misogyny, wor- any words,
1: you're going to have to start the whole email over. Okay. Uh,
0: <laughs> that might happen with just normal words. And mm. is symbolic. N, well, I already fucked up. And is a symbolic washing away of sins or personal impurities that would detract from enlightenment. Interesting. You would see this in arts like Aikido and true Japanese jujitsu. Mm. The secret technique McLeod learns from Nakano mm. has the flavor of Aikido, which was developed in the 20th century but has ancient roots. Which incorporates unarmed defense against opponents armed with swords. Interesting.
2: Ancient roots. That sounds like Nakano's hair, if you ask me. Nope. Oh, his <laughs> hair has roots? That's right.
1: <laughs> yeah, nailed it. Mako my day the Kyle,
0: We have a snack review. I got this especially for you. I thought Does of a you drink really count as a snack. Sure in this <laughs> in
1: this in this economy so
0: Kyle tell us about this drink it's in a little can
1: it appears to be called black boss <laughs> <laughs> most of it except for the name is written in Jap- japanese japanese Japanes. <laughs> uh in japanese so i can't read most of it but it is a soft drink called suntory boss Muto Black, and it has Ooh. the word "black" written. It's a smooth and clear taste made with original espresso and drip method.
2: Ooh, drip method. Yeah. So I'm sounds like what this
1: I. Some kind of iced coffee thing. Oh, it smells great! It smells like coffee. Outstanding.
2: <laughs> oh, boy. Ooh, this does smell delicious. I wish we could share our smells with you. <laughs> uh,
1: there is actually no sugar in this. Oh my gosh, there isn't. Interestingly enough. This is good. This literally just tastes like drinking cold coffee. This is just a can of coffee called Black Boss. <laughs> yeah, I'm into this. Yeah, I mean, this is good. In the
0: sense that... It's, it is light. Like, I wish it was maybe a little stronger. Yeah. It doesn't taste like bad coffee. Like, it doesn't taste like... I mean, it's light, but it's not like, ugh, this is like awful. It's not like acidic or anything. Yeah. No, this is pleasant. I could drink a whole can of this. You could pound this. I'm not going to sleep tonight.
1: You could pound a Black Boss? Yeah, I could always pound a Black Boss.
0: Guys, let's read another email. I, I I remember this one. I remember this one. So we have an interesting question posed by Wes C regarding the Colonel. That's the one with AKA the one with the spiders. Not as
1: pretty as these. This. So
0: just
2: an interesting little Say no to these
0: uh, interesting little theory posed by Wes here as a way to think about this episode. I guess is I Wes. I uh, Wes. Yeah. Um, is why does like Amanda take such an interest in Melissa? Because I don't know. Weird, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe she's a preemie immortal, and that's clever. Maybe she's like kind of taking you under the,
1: her wing early. I think that's interesting, but it is defeated by how upset she gets when she gets spidered. <laughs> yeah, because she that's knew right. she was immortal; she wouldn't be that adversely affected by a spidering. Right. Also, the, a colonel... Spidering
0: <laughs> the Colonel spidering the Colonel might have
1: wanted to take her head. Yeah. That's oh, true. also
0: true because the Colonel would have known so. Great theory, Wes, but it fails to hold up to the rewatchers' scrutiny, so <laughs> big fail. Oh on try floor, again. Guys.
1: Try again. No, please actually try again. We love hearing from everyone, including you guys.
0: Just to set some standards, some of the theories that have kind of passed mustard is, for, for instance, Hugh Fitzcairn is mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> named to because he was the frontman of The Who.
2: Passed mustard?
0: Yeah, and Joe is an alcoholic, we've discussed on a recent episode oh, yes. as well. Mm-hmm. That's again been, I think, proven through consensus. Yeah, proven proven Uh, no one had any questions about it so it's pretty interesting
2: no one had any questions (laughs) not a
0: person i wasn't skeptical i wasn't
1: kyle why don't you read this email so we got a uh (laughs) an email from someone styling themselves quote book lord as the as the son of a librarian though i appreciate that i like to i assume that you are some kind of evil school librarian (laughs) lording over these people the book lord, but uh, he's got a theory. Maybe there's a book lady, lord and lady. Ooh, Who, book lord, lord and lady and book of the, of the lady. lady Hey dudes, recently started rewatching myself and came upon your show. You guys are a real hoot and all. Hoot and all. Yeah. Uh, in unholy alliance, though, I think you guys misinterpreted that tense scene between Xavier and Horton. I think Xavier was coming on, on to him, Horde with all that hook of love and caressing him with a hook <laughs> uh, on a side note uh, i watched the that seven hour episode on the movie where one of you not sure which one kept bringing up the homoeroticism in the movie probably might have been unwarranted so i guess my question is how'd you guys not pick up on this <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh funny. interesting point and yeah good question how do we not pick up we're on... always
1: talking about which characters are gay bones for each other yeah so. i don't know might bear a
2: re-watching
0: I, I don't know how we did not contextualize that i think here's my gut reaction is horton really like i mean like no like i mean xavier seems to have pretty fine taste in things and so if he, he was he gay i would say in men as well and horton does not seem like the sort of guy maybe that's what he likes in the guy. maybe he likes somebody that's different a little more down to earth that likes guns and shit is that like, Corton's not a gun guy, but he's like, you know, I just need like a salt of the earth dude that likes to shoot shit up, like Horton. So maybe he's attracted to him. I don't know.
1: I need a real bookish white supremacist <laughs> yeah. type.
2: Who's like a
0: coward through and through? It's through yep. and through. Yeah, so and I don't know.
2: Makes tiger sad.
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I would be curious to watch it again, thinking that. But yeah, gut reaction. I don't think Horton is a guy that uh, you'd be attracted to no matter
1: what. Yeah. I mean, I've got an erection right now just thinking about it, so. That's <laughs> <laughs> from that bullet. Yeah, it is from the bullet. <laughs> In the black box. And So, here's another one. This is actually a new listener. Ooh. David P., actually Ooh. from jolly old England. Oh, oh this is it's a new from the, listener. From the, from the UK. And he says some actually very nice things about us. One of the things he wanted to point us to was related to the episode, The Colonel, as illustrated by an episode we just did, The Dark Quickening episode of uh something wicked that the quickenings can have an emotional effect on people and maybe that is what's going on with the quickening in the colonel. Mm-hmm. that not unlike the dark quickening it has the power to temporarily gain control of him and that is killian acting through him to do that militaristic quickening
0: ah. Yeah. And that, I suppose, would happen in the Wrath of Kali as well. mm -hmm.
1: Yes. So a fair thing to point out, connecting the power of the dark quickening to this quickening that we teased a bit. But, uh, yeah, thank you, David P., and I'm glad you found us and are listening along. Cool. Are we eating more shit? Yeah, that's
2: right. Aim and open this motherfucker up open this motherfucker so this is a smaller more slender bag slender bag slender isn't that,
1: that isn't yeah say isn't that that horror movie mm-hmm. that's like
2: coming out now
0: the slender, slender bag, bag.
1: <laughs> <laughs> don't be a fool stay
2: noted drugs and stay in school
0: stay no to drugs is that what i said yeah
2: that is what you said that's what the bag says.
1: Oh, these are <laughs> Chumpies. Chumpies. Excuse me. Chumpies.
2: Chumpies potato chips.
1: That is the thinnest bag I've ever seen. I
2: know.
0: It looks like there's six chips in there. Well, I think some of the errors maybe come out of that bag.
2: Pictured on this Chumpies bag are three men. One's name is Raphael. The other's name is Kareem. And the third's name, Eric. Eric. <laughs> Eric looks like Waldo from Where's Waldo. Yeah, so these are Chumpies.
0: These are Chumpies. Tell us about Chumpies on the back.
2: The moment you bite into a Chumpy's chip, you taste the difference quality makes. And here are the reasons. Chumpy's chips are made from specially selected potatoes to yield the best potato flavor and quality chip. Chumpy's chips are cooked in pure, unsaturated oils. To assure purity and bring out that real potato flavor. Chumpy's chips are natural. No preservatives <laughs> are, are used these? in any They're of our chumpies. products. Chumpies. They're Chumpy's. they are these three guys? They're Chumpy's.
1: Who are these three guys? They're, chumpies. <laughs> three They're your Chumpy's.
2: Quality inspected moments before their delicious flavor is sealed into the bag. <laughs> Made fresh daily. We Wait. are proud to be Americans. Thank you for serving our product. We take great pride in making all of our products, and we hope that you will enjoy them. Amy, where are these from? Look at the bottom. They are from Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Woo! Chumpies! Chumpies!
0: Chumpies! Well, recently Chumpies.
1: walking down the street, it's
0: like a boy band on the front, basically yeah. like a multi-ethnic boy band. Raphael, Eric, all of them. Ugh. <laughs> oh boy, these are also sweet and like oniony. It
2: just tastes like sugar and onion powder. <laughs> Real taste of Philly, guys. can really taste the Kareem.
1: I could totally fuck with, like, a roast pork-flavored chip. Yeah, for Philadelphia. That'd be dope. Well, this is not that. This is Chumpy's. <laughs> Dinnick-flavored Also, there's chip. no indication on the front of the bag that it's flavored. In any way. Huh. What the fuck are these? These are bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> these are bullshit? These are Philadelphian, man.
0: Go fuck yourself.
2: Whoa, whoa.
0: Would you say that to Eric's face? Say it to Eric. I'm talking to you, Eric. Fuck you and your chumpies, Chip. He looks like fucking Spencer from, uh... It's a fucking reality show. Him and Heidi. Spencer and Heidi, or whatever it is. What? In the Hills? Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. He's, yeah. <laughs> this guy looks like Spencer from The Hills. But he's not. He's from Philly, yo. Yeah. yeah. We got a question from David G. There's something I've been thinking about recently, actually, as well. Is it fair to the Richie character to have him in the series? Is he misused? Underused? Should he just not appear anymore? No, there needs to be more Richie. In some ways, I would agree. He either needs to be used a bunch more. I was thinking about this the other day, watching the batch of episodes we just watched. I was like, should they have just gotten him off the show and brought him back as a guest star? Like, I feel like they maybe could do more with the character if they had had the freedom that he didn't have to appear all the time. Like, they could have had Mac and him really get at odds with each other or something like that. I don't know.
1: That's a fair point. I wasn't thinking of it that
0: way. Like, just let him be like an Amanda character that still appears five times a season or six times a season, but not 18 times a season.
1: Well, if they condensed all of his 18 appearances and, like, (laughs) you know what I mean, like, solidified their power... (laughs) <laughs> Solidified the, the power. I mean, <laughs> aggregate the time and just give him that much time just in a smaller number of episodes. He probably would be able to do some cool stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, a lot of times he's just doing whatever,
2: fiddling around and not, doesn't really need to be there.
1: Or they just strategically yeah. remove him from the action when something interesting is about to happen.
2: Yeah. But, I mean, I like Richie as a character. Just sometimes it doesn't seem like they know what to do with him.
1: Yeah.
0: Like, I don't feel like he grows as a character as much as I think he could. Right. They've kind of boxed him in a bit. I could see Richie leaving the show. Hey, man, open this fucker up. This is our last drink review of the evening. Yeah, people are... Or whatever time. Yeah, I don't know if people enjoy this at all. We asked people. A couple people wrote in. They said, if you love it, keep doing it. So i don't know people Disney? listen yeah this one was bought specifically for you
2: amen you're making a face already lod chong drink <laughs> with konjac jelly that's right what is konjac? Konjac is
1: me um, like a private eye yeah konjac, yeah, konjac, baby
2: anyway konjac is a
0: uh it's a root well it's like a jelly derived from like a root like a starch little jelly cubes so amen what color is this drink it's green. It's bright, bright, green. bright green. It's in a bottle that has like the grenade-style top, which I always love. Eamon's having a lot of trouble with it with the bottle right now. It's going to be gross. No, it's not. What are you talking about? You can also serve this drink hot, by the way. Uh-huh. It recommends removing the top and microwaving it for two minutes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so for the people at home, Eamon, it's just spilled compjong jelly all over the
2: place. jelly. All right. Oh, it's so thick! I can you didn't, hear it you didn't any of the jelly bits. So, oh, did, was I supposed to shake it? Uh, yep, yeah. I was.
0: Well, guys, here's to this green. I don't know what flavor it is other than green. It's I mean, green I assume it's pushing. green tea. Oh, it smells milky. Ooh, it's extremely sweet.
2: It's not that bad. Yeah, it tastes uh, pretty good. Uh, I like it. Maybe
0: not. It kind of tastes like cereal milk. Like oh, had, that's exactly what
1: it tastes like. like. If you
0: had like Froot Loops, and this is the milk leftover, but it was green because
1: it was only green Froot Loops. <laughs>
0: oh, this is really strong. Did you get any jelly, Saman?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, there it is. It's sticking out of your mouth.
1: It looks like a worm. The jellies look <laughs> like
0: worms. I did
1: not know they were this long. It's way too sweet. It's really fake. That's really hmm Yeah, it's like sugar milk.
2: Yeah. It's like a sugar milk.
1: It's got non-dairy creamer. Hey, it's vegan. We're eating healthy. That's right.
2: Health is the number one concern of Highlander Rewatch.
0: <laughs> did you get a jelly yet? No. Get a jelly.
1: Do you want it hot? Would you prefer it hot? Do you want it hot? <laughs> Some like it hot, I hear. Come it's on. It's like clumping I the, out. I think the bottle, in part, is restricting the... When I'm drinking it straight out of the bottle, it's like partially restricting the flow of the konjac jelly.
2: Do you want a, a jelly sip?
1: Yeah, have a jelly sip. All right, I'll have a jelly sip. It has sip. water, konjac
0: jelly. Konjac jelly is 15% of this drink, according to that? I don't think so. Oh,
1: and God. sugar. Oh, no. Oh no! You don't like that? No, I'm not into that. <laughs> Big bag of no thanks. Huh? All right. Well, it's I'm like got something coingly sweet in my mouth, and the only thing that isn't sweet is like the gunk. <laughs> the gunk. Guys, I got a
0: question for you. And This question yeah. comes from David G again because he won't stop pestering us. Guys, hey, we love you, David G. Oh, by the way, I think this is the point in the podcast where I get real like uh,
1: belligerent,
0: belligerent, belligerent. To the fans. I kind of like this version. I like this version of me. I'm Evil Duncan now. Yeah, you, you are. are
2: Evil Duncan. Well, one time you were mean to Wendy, and she had to <laughs> email you asking if you were actually mad at her. You are Evil Duncan.
0: Can no one tell I'm joking when I'm joking? God damn it. i uh, fired up. I am fired up. Oh, look at all the gook at the bottom. Oh, you have like a... Oh, my okay. God. I <laughs> we just ate like a quarter cup of just like konjac oh, worms. God. Oh, my God. I'm honestly impressed, Damon. You're a guy that doesn't like any of the the viscous drinks and whatnot, but you tackled it. He loves
1: the cereal milk, so. Mm -hmm.
0: All right. Well, David G. wrote us again, and he says, Do you think Connor is a character that would work for a TV series as well as Duncan has?
2: No.
1: There
0: we go. Question answered. Moving (laughs) on. It's a different series, a completely different
2: series. Yeah,
1: Like, like he's a much more reluctant guy who just. Sort of wants to be left alone.
2: Yeah, and he wouldn't be like training and exercising all the time and doing all this.
1: Wouldn't have stuff. this martial arts flair. Yeah, it would be more noir. Absolutely, we get more mumble mouth, Duncan. Yeah,
0: yeah, it would that. be a lot of that. So many deals, so many
2: <laughs> fast cars. I can still taste you. This food is <laughs> strange. <laughs> all the konjac jelly. Contact jelly
1: yeah it but would be I a very noir type I, I might be into it actually but it'll be there it's not this show. it would
0: not ever deal with like moral questions i don't thi- not no, I way- think not the way it would oh yeah
1: i think it's still it could still deal with moral questions and i think in part the fact that he is a reluctant hero introduces more moral questions oh. because he has the additional moral question of like resistance to action all the time I think you need different supporting characters to be constantly trying to push him to do things he doesn't want to do. And
2: he's not, like, a war machine like Duncan is. <laughs> war machine, yeah. You know what yeah, I mean? Like, <laughs> he, he can fight, but he's, he's not roadie. as good as yeah. McLeod, Duncan McLeod,
1: right? I mean, yeah. You know, yeah. I guess in my head, I'd, I, I, like, paralysis. immediately
0: go to, like, an Incredible Hulk-style show.
1: which he's just walking the earth. Like,
0: walk, like, because, like, as the reluctant hero, like, I don't know how he could be stuck in New York, necessarily. Right. Or wherever he is. Like, I see him kind of wandering the earth like Kane. Yeah, it or... would just be different. I don't know.
1: Yeah. It would be a more like more personal stories. and More emotional, emotionally driven. Yeah, that sort of stuff. But I think a lot of things could still work. If it had more of a noir slant,
2: that would be really and, cool. Unless
1: we forget, up until like a week before they started shooting, they thought Duncan McCloud was going to be Connor McCloud. Yeah. And it wasn't until Christopher Lambert agreed to be on the show. They're like, oh, they're different people now.
0: Can you imagine this show with Christopher Lambert? Like, I just... Picture Christopher Lambert doing karate in my head and laugh hysterically, like watching him in his frumpy outfit. I mean, like try to like try to throw kicks and shit. Yeah, when he's doing
2: the kata in Highlander three, it was pretty laughable. (laughs) I mean, Adrian Paul obviously knows what he's doing, and that body, right? Am I right? Girl, look at that body, all slicked up and musculatured. (laughs) Musculatured? Nope,
0: body be banging, body be banging, body be banging. Are I we think, out of mail? I think we're out of mail. I mean, we're, we're out of the ones that we deemed appropriate to read. Mm-hmm. So, f- to the rest of you, shape up or ship out on no, Davis's but A boat. lot of them
1: were somewhat long, and we have read them and discussed them internally. Definitely. Right? And a lot of emails have been, uh, some people bring up the same points. Mm-hmm. So, that's another reason. Yes. That's actually a very common thing. We so, read
2: all of them. We
1: read. We, we. We, we. <laughs> we, <laughs> we, we, all of them. And we love you guys. You're well all do. great. Thank you for reaching out to us.
0: It's funny on these episodes, you get real like gushy to the fans, huh? Yeah, you know. I, I'm and not I afraid... kind of take the opposite. It's, I'm called, the, it's like... called
1: sincerity. You <laughs> oh, run is, from it? It. is it? Yeah. You okay. Know, you shouldn't run from it. All right. Doing I know bad. in this like modern hipster era, it's cool to be cynical. But what is podcast without pyromania? <laughs> it's not worth living, man. Are we out of snacks? Oh no, there's one more snack. I'm sorry. Oh, there we go. All right. This one's a very pretty teal package
2: i like that teal
1: it's like a seafoam green actually mm. i like that teal Ooh.
2: oh further wrap S- snacks
1: yes wrap snacks with migos and they are sour cream with a dab of ranch
2: wow dabbing i didn't know wrap snacks had such a diverse line of snacks there's even more and i was not able to get them they've added some
1: cheese curls to the lineup ooh. Guys, we've heard a lot of words of wisdom <laughs> so far. Like, a lot mm-hmm. of words of wisdom. How consistent do you think is, this is with them? Is this completely out of, out of left field? What do you think? Yes. Yes, it is. I'm going to say it. this is the most wisdomy. Maybe it is. Dabbing is a lifestyle. That's wow. it? That's it. That's, That's it? it. That's Dabbing it. is a lifestyle. That's it. You got a dab.
2: That's wow. so stupid.
1: It's a lifestyle, man.
0: I guess so. You, you just don't it. get it. I don't get it.
1: Yeah, it's gotta be like Luke Cage in episode one and pull that dab. Pull that Luke Cage dab. is dabbing in epi- season one, episode two. Or Ooh. say that backwards: season, season two, two, episode, episode one. one. So I've not seen of Luke the Cage. Marvel Netflix
0: series Luke Cage.
2: No, Amen. Tell me, do
0: I need to see the Defenders before I see Luke Cage season
2: two? I think you can probably skip Defenders. Okay, that how seems about to be the consensus
0: Iron
1: Fist?
2: That also seems to be sucky. Interesting. I've never seen it, but I, I hear like it's bad. I the Defenders,
1: didn't care for Iron Fist. What do you think about Migos? I uh, think these are okay sour cream and onion chips. Also weirdly sweet. Yeah, why are these all sweet? Also, oh, by the way, one
0: serving size is 13 chips. Can you eat 13 chips? I don't think so. Like only? Yeah. I gotta like these. I like the ranch mix in there. Although in some ways, I mean ranch is already like buttermilk. Sour milk, cream, Like yeah. it's, it's already like a sour creamy onion flavor, so...
1: I'm not sure what it adds. Guys, snack roundup. What's your favorite wrap snack of the day? I think Louisiana Heat was the winner, despite it being kind of salty.
2: I think I'd agree with that.
1: I'm kind of liking these. It's either them or these. They're I think I,
2: I think I might go with the Migos. But dabbing as a lifestyle quote doesn't bring it down a notch. It's the not good. opposite of emerald.
0: Bring it down a notch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, this, the best one is still Fetty Wap, maybe. Yep.
1: Fetty Wap. Potential. Fetty
0: Wap. No, this is basically dinner, so yeah. it's good. I mean... If I had to rate this episode zero to five, I'd probably give this one a one. <laughs> yeah.
2: What do you mean? This episode? Yeah, this episode. This gets a five. This gets a five? Mm-hmm. No, okay. What? Five. <laughs> five Four. <out> of- <laughs> <laughs> should have thought about that more. <laughs> this is one star above our best episode.
0: And how about, uh, what is
2: it, Munchie Pies? What are they called? Munchie Pies? Chumpies! Chumpies! Chumpies. Chumpies gets a one star.
0: I don't know. I don't know anything about chumpies, and apparently it's a Philly
2: thing. I've seen chumpies before.
0: I've heard. I heard about this at work, and I was like, "What chumpies? Chumpies! Chumpies! Don't be a fool. Say no to drugs and stay in school. I mean that. That really says it wisdom. all. <laughs> it does say that. Kind of says everything. I think this podcast has been trying to say what the past i years. If you year.
1: graduated and love drugs,
0: <laughs>
2: oh, then you're screwed. Yeah. As far as chumpies are concerned.
0: Yeah. Eric looks so fucked on this. He looks like a fucking monster. He's got like a Freddy shirt on, Freddy, and something about the way he's like hunched over. I don't trust him.
2: <laughs> well, take it up with Eric.
1: Yeah,
0: or, or <laughs> I think like, I'm going to take it up with Raphael. I think he can get me yeah, on the end I'll with say, Eric.
1: Like reach out to Raphael and maybe he can work the. <laughs> I'd animal. like Raphael's sweater.
2: It's a nice sweater. So, and I
1: like Kareem's
0: shoes. They're really nice. I have shoes kind of like it. Anyway, you know, that's been right one there. of our many episodes where we, uh, you know, re- read some emails. Send us more at HighlanderRewatched at com, And maybe your episode will be peppered throughout some snack reviews. And uh, <laughs> yeah,
2: do you have snacks that you want us to try? Oh,
1: that's a great question. What's a weird snack? You know what? Send us your snacks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Send us your if snacks. If you've got a weird snack you'd love us to eat, we'd love to eat it. Weird sentence construction. Of but we'll deal with it and thank
2: you for writing us all your letters we really appreciate it
1: so yes we've been your chumpies
2: I'm Kareem <laughs> this is Eric and this is Raphael bye bye bye
1: are going to have our own brand of Rap jack, snack. Yeah. Rap rap, 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 rap what? What's Rap-jack? that word? What? Has, uh... Um, rap Snack, Meshack, and Abednego? Is that yeah. what we're talking about? That's my favorite biblical story.